now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. Wait, wait. That voice. It's like a voice from the past. No kidding. Hi, my name is Jason. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Rob. And we have a very special guest here today, Steve Kassan. How are you, Steve? Doing great. It's a really honor to be here and talk to you guys and talk uh, stuff. Yes. Movie stuff. Movie madness stuff. I have been honestly waiting to chat with you because yep. I've been watching Wasted a couple times now. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I actually watched it about half an hour ago and I noticed something. Okay. <laughs> We're going to dive right into this. There's a scene where, I, and it's, I apologize, I only know your name in the whole thing, but there's the gentleman who likes the AK-47. Yeah. Okay. He is standing on top of a fence with a Tommy gun, firing uh-huh. down on the zombies. Yeah. Okay. Is one of those zombies you? Yes. Actually, three of those zombies are me. Really? Oh. Yeah, because that's the fun part when you give a call out for people and they say, yeah, 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 I like to come, and then... None of these assholes come at that day. <laughs> oh, I felt that pain before. <laughs> so uh, it's it's kind of like one of those. Uh, it's like a Facebook invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come. I'll I want to come. Then the day of the day of the show, the the event. Oh. Nobody's here. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Something came up. My uh, parakeet yeah. is my sick. Ass. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, I got food poisoning. It's like, oh, oh, really? Right now? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I have to go wash my hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's the uh, that's the stuff you you kind of have to do with when you deal with like independent film and all all that. Sometimes you just uh, just have to do it yourself. And thank God for technology because then we can just multiply each other's. That's good. Cool. I noticed the one right away, right dead center. Now I got to go yeah. back and watch the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so now let me ask you, how did you get involved in Cinecoo? Because I know I saw it online, but I saw it a week uh-huh. before it started. And I think it was in April that I saw it because we had CKX going on. Like we, uh, there was a yeah. ton of stuff going on here, and that's why I didn't enter because I was thinking about it. But what got you into it? Uh, actually, uh, this uh, I uh, This is the second time in doing Cinecoop. The first time I helped a buddy of mine, and they first got into it with a, with another project, and that's the year Wolf Cop won. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, because of the success of Wolf Cop and everything, their main focus this year was on genres, and we already had wasted out as a short film. We had the whole every we had the whole script made. We had the entire TV bible, and everything related to wasted. But then, when we saw Cynical, it was like you know, let's give this a shot. Then, as a good way to accelerate and hopefully get a feature film made, because the original plan was with wasted is that we make the short film and we do the festival circuit, which is the original plan now because we didn't get that far. But when we saw the Cinecoop thing, it's like, yeah, I told the other guys, like, yeah, you know, the main focus is on genres now because of Wolf Cub. Let's just put Wasted in. It's a hybrid concept, and let's see how far we can take it. We went pretty far, and yeah, now where that's does, how it goes. Where does it stand exactly? Because I, I do apologize. I haven't been following it. Is it, com- uh, is it completed? Yeah, it's completed, uh, I would say, uh, two or three weeks ago. There is a really cool project called High School Brawl. It won. And it, it's uh, it's sort of like a live action anime. Which uh, when the Cinecoop first started, uh, or this run first started, um, obviously I, I like my projects, uh, duh. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but there are some other projects which you help interact and also get, get into other rounds. And High School Brawl was one of them because it really appealed to me with their whole anime factor. And that's uh, so I'm really happy those guys uh, made it. And uh, they're out of Bank, uh, out of Edmonton, and uh, some really good guys. That's cool. I, now, and this is something I've never done because I didn't do it last year. But can you see the submissions? Like other than you sending us the link to see yours, is there a way to view all of these submissions? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, all the all the projects are there. You just go to uh, the Cinecoop uh, main site, which is uh, com, and there you, it's the main hub. And you just search for search for projects. So just search for search for waste, and you'll find all of our projects there. And it'll give obviously the winner high school brawlers there as well. And you can just search through all the other projects and all the other teams that submitted. And some, there are some really good ones. Some that really is like, oh, okay, so it's not bad. But uh, you can, there's always something for everything. There's, uh, especially in, in, the, in the genre aspect of it. There's sci-fi, there's a Western, there's another zombie project, there's like a comedy, there's like a Wes Anderson type of thing, and all this other stuff. So it's pretty cool. That, I got to check that out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So how many... Yeah, do it next year. Yeah, do, do the thing next year, man. I highly recommend it. It's, uh, even if you don't win... Uh, don't win the even if you don't go far and win the uh, Cineco prize of getting a feature made, at least it gives you the exposure. So which is a good thing because it's this thing is like an accelerator. It's that one kick in the ass that makes you say, you know what, I had this idea, I got to do something with it, and it makes you for 12 weeks really, really grind it and really get through it, put it in the trenches. We know like uh, okay, Jurassic World. Let's take for instance, how many months has been doing uh, marketing? Yes. Right? Yeah. For like five, six months. It spent so much money. But this, you got 12 weeks to put your project out there. Get to the masses. Like me contacting you, telling you what waste it is. And with now with Twitter, Facebook, your emails, you got to do it on your own. And you don't have to spend a dime. Maybe you do have to spend a dime too be, to get your word out more. So it's that kick in the ass. See, and you got to push your project out. Push it like the push it like cocaine, you know. Get the yo yo, man. Get the yo yo. That's that's why I didn't jump into it when at that point because I had no more time for anything, let alone breathing, to be able to push it as much as you need to. Like you said, because you got to get out on Twitter, YouTube, get yeah. mass push. But that's the thing. I think that's also another thing where a lot of like film goers or these so-called uh, film. Uh, quote-unquote film nerds and all these other message board losers don't know. It's like, if to get a film out there, it's it's a lot of marketing. It's a lot of awareness. Even if you think it's the greatest thing ever, it's a, it's a lot, right? you oh. got to push it out. And this thing, uh, I know when uh, was a, the director of Wolf Cop, uh, Lowell Dean, another good guy, he did a and a on Reddit, uh, an AMA, I should say, and he said, like, he took, him and his team took the entire month off and just worked this thing 24 hours, like, wow. seven days a week. Because that's the thing, getting your word out for something nobody knows, like it's, it's hard. Right? Well, yeah, it is, but and it's a trickle effect because you got to tell one person who will then tell two who will yeah. tell four. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, yeah, hopefully, that's the thing, and you can need like a good team around you. You need a whole support system. And this, you can see why they have spent so much money thirty million on marketing alone. Yeah. I do see the other two Steves now. I got that screenshot up. <laughs> nope. Yep. There. There's one. There's two. And there's three. <laughs> Nicely done. 
Wow. Amazing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You, you, go, go ahead, Jason. I, I got to say, one of the funniest lines I have ever heard in any movie, okay, and at all, is the, I'm not a mathematician, but A plus K equals 47. That is one of the funniest lines yeah. I have ever heard. And that's uh, what do you call that? We, we thought of that uh, on the day of shooting. We didn't. Uh, that was not in the script, too. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the Bill Murray effect, where uh, was it Ghostbusters? Uh, he just came up with stuff on the day, mm-hmm. and it's all in the movie, right? Beautiful. There are so many instances of that in movies that are just iconic uh-huh. anymore. Well, you could do like once you get into the flow of the movie, and you look at the script and you go, and maybe. Something will work a little bit better, like a quick improv. Like you say it right off the top of your head, and maybe it flows better throughout the uh, instead of the scripted line. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we actually did that. I, I sent you that clip or the link to that yeah. trailer. We shot mm-hmm. that last weekend, and one of the clips you didn't get to see is uh, a found footage segment of it, where you have like ghost hunters in this basement searching for this couple, right? Yeah, yeah. Anthony, the one guy who plays one of the ghost hunters, he changed the script on us because. It made more sense instead because we were going, okay, this girl's going to disappear, and then this guy disappears, and then you're going to go in and find them, and you'll get attacked. He goes, no, no, no. <laughs> if I'm in this situation, I'm gone. I'm leaving. I don't care where they are. And that's yeah. it ended up turning into that perfect moment and totally changed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. What's uh, the story with Kingpin is uh... – Bill Murray just came up with stuff on the day, right? And mm-hmm. some of the, from the best stuff too. That's one of my favorite movies as well. Harrison Ford is iconic for that. Oh, the uh, the Empire Empire Strikes Back. I love you. I know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was supposed to be a huge fight scene with swords and whips with that one guy. Yeah. And I guess he had an upset stomach, and he goes to Spielberg. Why can't I just shoot him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's one of the funniest parts in the movie. Yeah. Sometimes uh, some uh, some ideas don't work. Like um, what's uh, uh, the uh, in Terminator 1, like Arnold, uh, I think the story goes that Arnold told James Cameron, say, no, if I'm a robot, I will say I will be back. No, I'll be back. Then James is kind of like, no, Arnold, just say I'll be back. It'll be fine. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll, see. I'll be back. And then now that's... That's the that's the phrase, right? That <laughs> that's is the phrase that sells millions. I I do see his logic there because you know computers yeah. don't like contractions. Nope. But yeah. no, it's iconic. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm so. so glad they didn't change that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, some ideas are good. Some ideas are like, okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> yes, and there's there's a lot of I've heard that numerous times from. Uh, like behind the scenes stuff in a lot of movies where like, if they're working with certain guys, like Robin Williams was noted for it. Uh, Jim, Jim Carrey's known for it. They will deliberately keep the cameras rolling after saying cut because they don't know what's going to come next. And that's yeah. where a lot of the, the outtake stuff that people love to see. That's where a lot of that comes from. But sometimes they get the gold that they end up putting into the flick. They just yeah. let it run, let them, let them run out of gas because that's when a lot of gold comes from it. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and and also, also it's like uh, it comes down to the actor as well, like what what they will do to like just uh, surprise surprise the rest of the cast or something. Like for uh, I can give one instance where I think uh, yeah, the two other or there's one film I worked in. Uh, we were just running through a scene, and then um, I think on our third take, I just did something different. 
Uh, I think it was like a, it was like a back and forth, and it just grabbed the person, and it was just out of nowhere. And then they decided to use that take because it was pretty good. Then the other take, I didn't do it as much, or I didn't do it at all. But they kept that one take, and then because it just kind of worked. It just sometimes it's just uh, yeah, just go do it, see what happens. If it's good, okay. If it's not, well. <laughs> It's it's a blooper. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that's the yeah. the the best part of shooting on digital. Now we can you don't have to worry about burning film so bad. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you just erase it and redo it. Yeah. Oh, speaking, what did you guys shoot uh, wasted on? Like, what what equipment uh, did you use? Uh, we mostly shot on a seventy. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now so that's... we mostly shot on that, and then. Uh, I think I come from the adage that, you know, you can shoot with whatever. It's just, it's your lighting that's got to be on point. As long as you get your lighting set up and everything looks looks great in that way, if you do do the setups nicely, then whatever camera you use, it will, make, it will take a great picture because what? you've already done the work. You've done the setup. Yeah, you say that. But you haven't. Yeah, used, I know, I know, I know. I know. You haven't used our equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, never, you never, you never know, right? Like now, that, you, know, you can use some programs to help. Well, yeah, that's true. The trailer that you got to see—that was we actually used the Canon um, Rebel T1. Oh, nice. Cool. Yes. Now, all of our other stuff, though, the the other films that we've done, we used a Panasonic DVX, which still okay. uses di- digital video cassette. Yeah. So I have to I have to sit there and pull it like real time <laughs> and yeah it's it's an, it's not bad but it's you can tell it's not clear quality mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> throwing your stuff we, we have kind well, of hey it's like um uh, I'm, I'm also part of this one project called uh, out of time so if you go to uh, out of time series.com we shot that entire web series uh Seven episodes about time travel, all with a Canon T2i as well. Really? But it can, yeah, it, it looks. It doesn't look like it as we shot on that though. So there's many there's many ways to manipulate things. That's that's a good thing about today. Yeah, that is true. Once you get in, <laughs> once you get it in the computer, you can just do all sorts yeah. of stuff with it. Now I, I follow- but that's not saying that uh, that's not saying that like the computer can't fix everything. You still got to know what you still got to gonna know what you're doing right oh that's, yeah that's another thing like anything if you don't have the base nothing's gonna work yeah exactly because i did watch that other link that you sent me the uh lurking under life yeah that was like one of the first ever things we ever did yeah but, uh, i just got this sh- today so mike and jason haven't seen this yet yeah we we shot that on like a small uh, sony handycam and this is like back in 2008 <laughs> and the only the one thing about this that I really liked is that uh, it was more it was more kept uh, of an uh, like a old uh, horror uh, theme to it in uh, or motif in the sense that it's all about exploring and building suspense and everything. But also where we shot it, it's one of the last uh, remaining Nazi POW camps in Canada. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And here, but here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing is that I think about uh, around 2002 or so, for some reason, this entire place <coughs> got turned into a Muslim day cap center. Really? And what? around yeah, yeah, because when we went and just to like a location scout, I think around 20, 2005, the whole thing got overturned. 
I'm guessing because of like 9/11 and seasons and all, because it was big at the time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we went in there, we saw all these test papers and everything. And the last day I can find for test papers was 2005. We saw beds overturned. We saw uh, all these uh, like little uh, pamphlets and everything about the Quran and uh, about praying and Islam and everything like that. And it was all uh, built on uh, and all the old. Uh, camp stuff is there was the cafeteria was still there the bunkers and uh, some of the warehouses and everything some of the rec rooms the swimming pool which was pretty cool but the thing is that it was abandoned so much it looked like the silent hill when it went into the um uh, what do you call it when it went into um uh you know the the demonic zone yes so that had a cool element to it and then it was like holy shit like nobody comes here but but the worst thing is that across from where this was they were building new subdivisions so then all the kids from there would come over and you know just run amok and do all bullshit and so we went in there and shot stuff and we shot the film working under life and yeah (laughs) that thing was almost uh, was mostly on atmosphere and suspense and and well, I kept it as a short horror film. Yeah, it is cool. It's in three parts, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, he's up. At, it's up only on three parts. But yeah, that's one of the first oh, things. And uh, just a regular handy cam, a small little pocket handy cam, and just, just and it's shot it. It's cool. Now, I, you did the voiceovers afterwards, right? Yeah. We yeah we had to yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Because we didn't have good equipment then. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's what we probably should have done with a heart's journey. Because <laughs> he had. Voice over? Oh, yeah. Well. Right over. Yeah, well. Next time. Yes. So <laughs> you did your Lurking Under Life. What else did you. What was between then and Wasted? Uh, then I uh, did more into. Got more into web series, then also did some other short films and some indie features and all that. But during that time, I. All the guys that work on Wasted, it was kind of building to building to that because everything everybody who worked on waste we worked together in previous stuff like for instance we're looking on the life of the guy who says the ak-47 line mm-hmm. he wasn't that he's in that actually from uh lurking on the life and also some really? of the guys who did the effects also was on lurking on the life and i did another uh, short where i met some of the other guys and saw all these other so wasted is an accumulation of all these other projects we met up and such and then, and also, uh, we became like really good buddies. And most of the t- like in the short, how the guys would get around and watch zombie films or watch other stuff. That's what we would do. We would get together, watch zombie films, and or some other stuff, and discuss like what would we do in a zombie apocalypse and such. See, now that's one thing I'm finding absolutely amazing about this area. We were talking to a friend of ours, Gavin Michael Booth. He's from that area too. Or he's from Windsor, isn't he? He's from Windsor, right? Hammersburg, actually. There was him. There was Michael... uh, Carrier. Michael Carrier, yep. Um, And also, we talked with... Oh, son of a God. Why am I drawing a blank? Ryan? Ryan... Oh, yeah, Ryan Andrews. Um, Oh, it's from Black Fawn. Oh, the... We were talking about the guys from Black Fawn. And everything in this area, it doesn't really seem like a competition between companies. You know? No. This this area of Ontario has the biggest, what I consider the biggest production company in the world because it is all of these people working together. If you ask one person for help, they jump right in. And I find yeah. that absolutely amazing considering the lifestyle in Hollywood where it's cutthroat. And well, 
Oh, yeah. There's 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 only so many feature screens in America. And I said, I think a lot of indie guys are trying to capture TV screen time, which is far more abundant. Very true. I think they're aiming more at the uh, digital, the, the cell phones, the, yeah. the computer time. Well, that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's another medium. Yeah, like we're, it's funny, but like we're looking on the life when we, quote unquote, released it. It was all through a digital download, because uh, that's the, at the time that was the easiest, fastest way to, to get it out. Just mm-hmm. hit your hit up your buddies, and we got all of uh, all of Oshawa to download it, and because we shot because that's where the camp was. It was close to Oshawa in Lang, place called uh, Bowmanville, Bowmanville slash Clarington. It was close to Oshawa in the Durham area, so everybody knew us, and then they just downloaded it for like five, like ninety ninety nine cents or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but now there's so many avenues. You got VOD, you got uh, Netflix, you got some, you got Crackle, you got uh, uh, hell, who knows? Just maybe someone can uh, download it and uh, put it on popcorn time. And everyone can see it. That's true. (laughs) Actually, while I'm thinking of it, we did get a link. I can't remember who posted it on, but there's a site called Mindplate. I showed Mike this. I haven't had a chance to show Jason. Are you familiar with it? Uh, No, no. It is basically a a site for independent filmmakers. Oh, sweet. Yes. There's no cost to it, and uh, you can upload your video. They they encourage crowdfunding. They encourage you know people putting up PayPal so they can get paid for their products. And there is a ton of different where is it here? Ton of different genres. I'm just trying to bring it up. Yeah, they have action, animation, comedy, documentary, drama, like everything you can think of. Oh, that's cool. And it's all there, so you can click on a movie. It might be free to watch. It might cost you. I think the one I looked at was 99 cents, just like you said. Yeah. But it's all independent. There's there's no major studio involvement here whatsoever. Oh, that's great. Ah, I love this new yeah. the new age of technology yes. for filmmakers. Yeah. But in a way it's not really new because if you think about it like how many it's just a different avenue, right? Well, like with crowds like I was listening to like an interview with Spike Lee when he was uh, about his Kickstarter for um the sweet blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they were they were asking why are you doing it with Kickstarter? Why are you doing an online campaign? And he said uh, he said to the effect that like it's nothing new. You you pretty much you're raising money. It's pretty much the same idea because back in the day he would just go he would go uh, do cold calls and get a community to get together and say I'm raising I'm a filmmaker I'm raising money for this. So it's it's the same idea. It's just a different avenue how you do it. And I'm pretty sure back in then you can release if you make a film you can release it on your own. It'll cost money, but you can still release it on your own. You can put in the theaters and such, but now it's it's much easier, or it's much there's much a bigger avenue now with with the net. Well, like you said it's a broader audience. You can actually yeah, instead of getting a, just a North American release, you can get a worldwide release instantly mm-hmm. when you put it on YouTube or Vimeo or one of the one of the other things. So yeah. you're you're casting a, a much broader net. Uh, yeah, but the, but the main thing is that. You can have it there, and at the end of the day, it's about awareness, right? It's like going back to the marketing thing, and um, even with, like, um, spending thousands of dollars on marketing and awareness and all that. If you got it there, but nobody knows about it, then, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to wait till somebody discovers it? Yeah. You still got to push it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Still uh, got to push the product. 
I do remember the other person we were talking to now in that area. It was uh, April Mullen and Tim oh, Doran. Yep, yep. They did a movie called 88. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the Niagara Falls area. Yeah, yeah. They were another one that we were talking to that were just part of this huge group, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that that especially helps once you start distributing because, like you said, you post it on Facebook. And now you need the shares. You need people to spread it out. So if you have yeah, and yeah. people from different areas, you start spreading it, suddenly it becomes bigger. It becomes more known. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's so many like little techniques to how you share it. you got to share it from the original source. You don't share it from someone else's so that you if if you're if five or six people uh, share from the original source from the fan page then it gets more into the feed because you got more than five people or something like that it's some weird analytics and things well not only that when they click on it they know where to go to see other stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. not not just their buddy's facebook page they go right to the real source like you said yeah yeah so it's uh yeah if i can uh hire some like interns and give them pizza (laughs) <laughs> or pot here. <laughs> Just do Spread this. Wasted across the globe. <laughs> Mr. Obama, here, take it. <laughs> Check this out. Well, he's Mr. Out Harper, the- I know you got a lot on your plate. Come on. <laughs> you team with me, we can fuck over Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. I think he's doing that on his own. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were about to ask a question. No. Oh, okay. So now. With Wasted, now now the competition is over and stuff, are you still going to pursue Wasted, or do you have other projects? Uh, we, we have other projects as well, but also going back to the original plan, just put wa- the short onto uh, festivals and create a bigger buzz. Then even, as I mentioned, we have a TV show Bible we made. And just to approach uh, other investors and everything. Hey, if any of the Black Fawn guys are listening, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'll make sure we link yeah. them when this goes up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's it. Yeah, go back to your original plan. So uh, th- that's a good thing about with, uh, with, with us and what we have is that we do have something. And also the way we designed the short film is it's a launching pad. So It basically uh, is, it, yeah. Yeah. So you saw it, like it's a launching pad to either a feature or either a – a web series or even uh, a TV series or even an animated series. It could be or even a comic book. It's uh, It could be many things. But <laughs> yeah. as long as uh, get the wasted property up there and uh, start, start making some money off of this thing because, uh, you know, I that's, think, that's the goal. <laughs> I think yeah. when we first started talking about it, there was that one scene you did about the first aid kits. I still love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just the, the animation for it. Like you said, that, that yeah. falls right into the comic book wheelhouse right there. Yeah, that's the one thing we want to do, like, with Wasted and in many other aspects. is It's it's a hybrid idea of bringing a lot of uh, anime, comic books, and uh, even type different type of film genres or even TV genres or even sports into it. I'm 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 a big wrestling fan, so I I input like a I put like in a lot of a uh, lot of wrestling moments into it. Like, say, uh, I have this one idea: if there's like a horde of zombies out there. And just suddenly, that me and the other guys, we just uh, gear up like the road warriors and just go in, <laughs> killing them down. I have pyro in the back and stuff. And then uh, who knows? Maybe do a power bomb and a well, flame up a table and do like a super power bomb and stuff. I it's n- just uh, all these different things, but uh, make it mesh together to where it's not like okay, okay, I get it, I get it. You guys are, you guys know your stuff. Where it's like okay, <laughs> reference after reference or something, something. Just make it to where it's like it's enjoyable. Well, I know Jason's probably chomping at the bit to talk about this. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just watched this fantastically 
Um, terrible. A, a terrible, craptastic flick called Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. Oh, my gosh. I know. What the hell, man? Kurt Angle. Why? Why Kurt Angle? The, name, the, 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 the title drew me in. Then I saw the lineup. I had to watch it. It was so horrible I couldn't stop watching. But, oh, just... The ankle lock on a zombie, and he rips the foot off, and and then the zombies, the zombie wrestlers are still using wrestling maneuvers. Like, wow, <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, where'd he go, Jason? Yes, scared him off. I, apparently, I did. I, you know what? No, I blame the movie. I blame pro wrestlers versus zombies. <laughs> so bad, just talking about it scares people away. <laughs> Shuts down internet connections. I'm telling you, if he had a power outage, I'm going to freak. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a good natural disaster in a long time. No kidding. <laughs> so, while we're pausing for the pausing, trying to get Sean back on. So, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> damn it, I, I, I got robitis. Oh, it's infectious. Is it you? No, nope. no. Uh oh, maybe he didn't get a blackout. Dun, dun, dun. God damn it, Sean. What am I thinking? Sean. Orange is the new black. Oh. Hello, Steve. Hey, hey, oh my gosh, this thing did a Skype update for me right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Now's a good time. Let's do it now. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Skype thing. Oh, d- but yeah, you- Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. I know. You see the lineup. Roddy Piper, Kurt Angle, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy? <laughs> what? Matt Hardy's in it? Matt yeah. Hardy and his girlfriend. And oh my God. Um, they get just shy of going porno with those two. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's pretty close. Well, like, I didn't even have to watch it because Jason was texting me through the entire <laughs> I thing. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I had to share. Yeah, like he asked me, go, would Kurt Angle's ankle lock really work on a zombie? I, like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me you're watching the movie. Yeah, one of the things, Steve, I don't know if you know Mike's history. He uh, just finished his wrestling career. Oh, yeah? May 9th oh, was his last match. But, uh, oh, oh. yeah, he'd been doing it for, what? 20 years. 20 years. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So any, any of your matches online I can see? Or? Uh... There might be. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I, 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 I had a, a, a lot of my... What? There is supposed to be some GWN stuff. Dave said he found some yeah. of your GWN stuff. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll get you linked up with Mike so you can hook up on Facebook and... Uh, see if I can't yeah, find the sure. links myself? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had no control over who put what links up at one point in time during that part of the career, so <laughs> I don't even know what's up there. Yep. Yeah, he was. Oh, wow. He was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your? Uh, what was your finisher? I would. Like, uh, like I said I had. Um, he said I. I was using a, a belly to belly suplex. Oh, sweet! And I said I had a couple different submission um, maneuvers that I was doing. I I, I stole a move from uh, Lucha Libre. It was kind of like an inverted figure four. Okay. It, okay. It's I I cannot describe it. But you kind of you have to kind of see it to for it to yeah. make sense. Even even guys that I've worked with for years and years, I said I'm going to do my leg lock. He goes, "What? What? I, how do you do that?" <laughs> I said, "Just relax and don't tighten up." 
Oh my gosh. I, I think my, my favorite submission is uh, probably the Texas Cloverleaf. Yes. I just love that submission yeah. so much. Dean Malenko was a... Dean Malenko. He was so good at... Especially when he was working with uh, Rey Mysterio in WCW. Rey is so tiny. Yes. yes. And they said Dean could just kind of throw him up in the air and he had him <laughs> in the, the, the Cloverleaf on the way back down. Yeah, he did it in, did it in midair, I think, once. I know. Uh, he <laughs> caught Rey, like, drop-kicking or something. He caught him and... Flip, flip. Dean's so good. <laughs> I, I know he's like he's like one of my in my top ten. I, oh, I yeah. still think uh, the biggest pop in wrestling, like in, in my opinion, was when um, when they had that uh, Lucha Libre uh, Battle Royal for Jericho's Cruiserweight title. Oh yeah, and yeah. Play was there. Yeah, and then it was Play and Juventude, and then they had to stare down and Juventude left, and Jer- Jericho came into the ring because the rule was that Jericho would fight the uh, fight the winner for the title. Yep. And then uh, sequel play turned around. He pulled his mask off. It was Dean Malenko. Yeah, I cow. remember that. Yeah, what? and the place jumped. It was like, whoa. Yeah, because cow. because there there was there was a big feud between Jericho and Dean. Dean called himself the man of a thousand holes. This is in WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. now yeah. I remember. And then Jericho to counter that goes, I'm the man of a thousand and two holes. <laughs> <laughs> and he come out one one day. Uh, on, uh, I think it was Nitro, he had yeah, a, Nitro, a yeah. giant wad of paper. He goes, I printed out all the moves that I know, <laughs> and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read all my moves. <laughs> and like, he goes, like arm bar. Arm bar. <laughs> I think he said like arm bar three times. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic uh, feud. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> and he would always make fun of Dean Malenko, and he would make fun of his father, and to the point where you call Dean a loser and everything, and Dean, he left, right? Yep. He was like uh, he left for a while to like uh, gather himself because he was a uh, he was embarrassed and everything because Jericho beat him and such and he was a disappointment to his dad. <laughs> and then they had the battle royal and then you haven't seen Malenko for a long time and then when the, he did this and the mask came off and I I still remember watching it. Uh, back then you could go to like to the bar and uh, or yeah. not like a, like a sports bar and yep. everything and then. Even the place there, because when we saw it, like everybody in the sports bar, all me and my friends, we just went nuts. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's Malenko. He's going to kill him. <laughs> he's going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> still, still, I think, the honestly, the biggest pop I've seen. Like, just, there's all this other stuff, uh, like when uh, when Foley was going to win the title, then Austin came out. Yeah. And it was like, it was a total surprise and shit. Yeah. And all this. Uh, and then um, another good one was like when Ultimate Warrior came out in WrestleMania 8. To save Hogan, oh, okay, or is yep. it, yeah, yeah, or is yep. it seven? I think, uh, yeah, with to save Hogan from uh, from Sid Justice and yep. Papa Shango, but that one with Malenko is like that's that's the biggest one. Yeah. Like I have I've seen and heard. My my favorite move I remember from Jericho back in WCW. He was wrestling Mysterio. They did the Super Rana off the top rope. Basically, they're both standing on the top rope. Jericho throws Ray up into the air. Ray comes down and gives him a Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Oh, wow. It was the most dangerous thing I had ever seen at that point in time because there was such a, a wide margin of error that both these guys could have <laughs> yeah. uh, could have come crashing and oh, burning. Totally. See, I think my favorite era in wrestling was the beginning of DX with Michaels, Hunter, and China. Just the three of them. Yep. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, because the way they interacted with Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they're wearing the visors with you the wipers on. Yeah. I still remember that so vividly. 
And I remember that was really good. Yeah. You were yeah. talking about you know going to the sports bars and watching the pay per views and things like that. I still remember sitting there for Hell in a Cell with uh, Mankind versus The Undertaker oh. Oh during that whole mess. That, that, oh. Well, this is okay. When WCW, we would me, Sean, and Danger Boy would go to the uh, the CBD Hall to watch it. We never ever seen a Lex Luger match because when he came in, we would go outside and wrestle because we couldn't stand watching Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> we actually ha- we were there so often. People would start coming out with us to watch us wrestle. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! Oh yeah! See, Lex Luger is a. Uh, it's, uh, I find him like one of those like underrated guys. Not, not underrated, but some of those guys where, you know, he 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 did a lot when his WCW career, right? Like in the early '90s, he was WCW champion, Holly Race, and then when he came back, and then he was uh, he was a heel. But then later on, when NWO took off, like he he was like a guy. He was like one of the cornerstones of of that fight. Well, like WCW versus NWO, he, and he won the title from Hogan. On that nitro and stuff like that, and, and yeah. even like the torture rack was such a still a cool move. I think, <laughs> I think it was when just he like got to pick up a guy and put on your back and. Uh, yeah. Well, he said I, there's a lot of a lot of big cats back in WCW. You got you can't you have to give Luger credit for being a strong motherfucker. Yeah, but yeah. Just, I See, I believe he was worthy of the hype that he got. Yeah. I think it all changed when he went to the Fed. Which, yeah, well... Narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. Once once he got there, it kind of watered down almost. Well, that's Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. But it affected him, Mm. you know. But in WCW, wow. Oh, you, wow. He said when he came out, he he was running with Sting against the Four Horsemen and with Dusty. That's right. Yes, I do remember those days. Yeah. So, right there, you've got this... And Sting and Dusty behind the Luger machine, mm-hmm. making him like a gigantic star. Do what drives me crazy though with wrestling is the wrestlers that are like 120 years old, and they decide to come back to the ring. Sure. Yeah. I remember in the final days of WCW, Greg the Hammer Valentine still wrestles. Yeah. He, he still. Yeah. Oh my. Still active. Yeah, yeah. He still does. Yeah. Because I, I, I had the TV on. I was cleaning, and him. His music came on. It's like, what the hell? So I come up and I'm watching, and he's got the pink robe on, and he's looking great. I go, wow, he's aged well. No. He gets in the ring, takes <laughs> off the robe. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Freaking Jabba the Hut. What happened? And yeah, then he, yeah, got he's, old. He's full job, he starts bouncing off the ropes, and things are still hanging back and forth. And it's like, I'm done. <laughs> See, that, that's where I was smart enough to realize I have reached the pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to hang him up. Yes. But yeah, you're, I got to see the last half of your last match. Yeah, and that was wicked. Oh, we, I, I was in there with guys that I liked, and we could beat the living fuck out of each other, and it was okay. <laughs> yes. Now we had a big event in Chatham called CKX, right? Okay. Yeah, Ch- yeah. Chatham Ken Expo. We um, we had Tyler Main there and Eugene Clark from Land of the Dead. Oh, sweet. Yes. Now, the day before, Mike and I got to drive Eugene around to get some photocopies done and groceries. And, oh, my God, the man's hilarious. So Mike's doing his match. And the ring's over away from where the celebrities were. But he grabs the guy I found after and said, let's go for a walk. Walks right over to the table beside Eugene and just 
bounces his head right off the table, looks over and goes, hi, Eugene, right? Found out from Eugene later, he's sitting there going, what the hell's going on? Looks up, oh, my God, it's Mike. <laughs> from that point on, he was watching the show. <laughs> but it's fun. Oh, man, that was hilarious. No, I, like I said, I had, I had a lot of fun memories of wrestling, and now I'm just going to keep them as fun wrestling as wrestling memories. Well, that's just it. Like with Greg the Hammer Valentine, obviously the memories weren't good enough. You had to come back. A lot of those guys, that's all they know. That's mm-hmm. all they know. So and that's... they weren't smart with their money. No. Nope. 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 I hear, that, I hear that story a lot. Yeah. And I had a friend of mine talk to Junkyard Dog back just after Junkyard had his big run in the Fed. And Junkyard told Jimmy, he goes, he was making 50 grand cash a week. All gone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he goes. It, it went. They they would buy Cadillacs. They would <coughs> just run them until they died, and just leave them where they died, and go buy a new Cadillac. And the drugs and the travel and the Cadillacs and everything, it, because well, they all thought the money is going to always be there. That's just it. It's never going to end. They're going to be On that status forever. forever. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> You should have had a junkyard enterprises like Tully Blanchard Enterprises. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Baby Doll. Yeah, Baby Doll. <laughs> Gotta have Baby Doll. You're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the best promos. I, I was watching uh, the old um, uh, the old uh, Dusty DVD that uh, WWE uh, brought out. Yep. I think it was like a couple of years ago. And one of the, my favorite promos is like, when... Uh, Baby doll goes, uh, you know, Dusty, when I'm from, uh, you tip your hat, a real man tips his hat to a lady. And then she walks off and Dusty's all pissed. Like, tip my hat to a lady. I tip my hat if I see one. Jezebel. So good. Oh, so, like, oh my, God. my, my thing, I said, when Dusty just passed, everybody was playing the Dusty promos. Like, Hard Times is the best Dusty Rhodes promo ever. I went to my daughter's uh, graduation, and all these people, all the principals and teachers are talking on the microphone. And I'm going, I can't hear them, and they're cutting terrible promos. I was judging <laughs> the teachers against Dusty Rhodes for their promo. <laughs> What a Amazing. terrible way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should be that caliber. If they're, yeah. if they're entertaining a room full of people, they should have... No, they weren't. No? <laughs> Maybe they should put in the dusty voice, Welcome to the graduation, baby. <laughs> I would have bought for all that. all people to make money. <laughs> See, he needs to run a school. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. How to use a microphone, how to cut a promo like Dusty. That's right. <laughs> That's all you need. How to, how to sell tickets, how to make sure they come back, oh, and yeah. how to make everyone go home happy. Yep. Something just dawned on me. I still have a video cassette that you lent me. <laughs> oh, man. War right games. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it's a video cassette. What yeah, year? Okay. Wow. What year? Holy crap. I don't know. Can you see that, Steve? Yeah, I see it. War Games, yeah. (laughs) This is the two first original War Games matches. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, where's the... I like how Mike's looking at this like, wow, and it's his. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I haven't seen it in so long, you bastard. Oh. (laughs) Oops. Oh, my gosh. I I think my last wrestling tape uh, has to be... um, 
ECW's uh, Anarchy Rules, I think 98. Yeah, 98. Anarchy Rules. When was wow. that? Um, was it uh, Van Damme versus... Uh, oh, see, no. Who did Van Damme face? Probably Sabu. No, no, it was... Uh, Anarchy Rules. Oh, it was a good one. It was a good... It was, it was Taz's last match there. Oh. It was a three-way where Taz and uh, Tanaka and uh, Mike Awesome did a three-way dance. Yeah. Taz got eliminated first, then Awesome and Tanaka fought off, and Awesome became the world champ. Okay. That was a good, that was a that, kick-ass that was game. This is, oh, here, here's my ECW story. I went to the very first ECW pay-per-view at the uh, the ECW arena. Oh, barely legal, you went? I was there, yeah. Holy shit. So yeah. is it true like the the power went off like right after they closed? They actually the power didn't go off. They shut the mics down. Because okay. whoever whoever owned the equipment, he goes, "We're out of here." And they started pulling okay. all the uh all the the cords. Paulie yeah. gets into the ring. And this place was wall-to-wall people. Paulie is in the middle of the ring, no mic, and you could hear him. We we're at the back of the hall. You could hear him cut his promo. It was, you could have heard a pin drop. That place went deathly quiet while Paulie was thanking everybody. It was oh, amazing. amazing. Holy shit. Uh, it was Balls Mahoney. Uh, I, there we go, yeah. Balls I just Mahoney. looked it up. <laughs> oh, Balls Mahoney, holy. That's another <laughs> character, man. Shit. Yeah, he didn't Balls. survive. He didn't Balls. Su- Balls. Yeah, he didn't survive the transition to the uh, WWE ECW. Oh, man. Now that was man, that poorly just, handled. Listening to that art of wrestling podcast, they just mentioned him. Apparently, he's not well liked. I I've never had any interaction with uh, him. So this is the first War Games. That's the first two War Games. Nineteen eighty-seven. Nice. Wow! <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, there's Dusty on the box. There's Flair. Road it was Warriors. Dusty versus the Horseman. Right? It was it was uh, Horseman and J.J. Dillon was in the first one. Yeah. And then it was Dusty Luger, the Road Warriors, and Paul Ellering. Yes. yes. And they, the... No, Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff. Okay, yeah. The, uh, I remember because they, they, they singled out J.J. and they hurt him so bad that I think one of the Warriors had a spike off his uh, shoulder pads and was digging it into J.J. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that 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 took JJ out for the next one. I think that's when um, oh, uh, Big Bubba Rogers subbed in for yeah. JJ. Huh. Oh wow! Yeah, so there's. I, I think that's how that one went. See what you listen right now, listeners, is wrestling history, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Back when it was. You gotta good. know this to get to the pay window, Daddy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to find. But that's the that's the cool thing about wrestling is that like I use uh, for me like when when I ever get an acting gig or something that asks for a character I I look to wrestling first because there's so many characters right like if uh, one example I can give is um, I was asked to play like sort of like a menacing figure or like a gangster type and I thought like yeah I can be boisterous and do the whole gangster shit and everything but then something in me just looked up all Jake the Snake promos and nice. then I used that whole demeanor and everything of what how Jake used to do it. Yep. And I used it for the scene and the film and it turned out really great. So 
like even now I still look at old promos and pick certain wrestlers as to how di- how they would interact. Like sometimes I will look at Stone Cold and see some of his mannerisms and and like the, some of the things he says when he raises his voice and even some little head nods, even the way he walks, right? Like uh, I think uh, sometimes uh, like uh, his match with Owen Hart and. When you just walk into the ring, you just walk uh, with so much swagger and yeah. so much like "fuck you" attitude, and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, there's something to this. There's, there's something to take away from it. I, and even even now, like when I'm on set or if I talk to other actors and things that you know what, <clears throat> I tell them, if you if you want to do something, just look at some wrestling and study how they do it because it's really performance art. Oh, huge. And if, well, and the thing is that is uh, you're not only selling, you're not trying to sell a, an illusion. You're selling an illusion of a fight, and a storyline, and and a battle between two people or more or even how many, to not only like the people in the front row but also millions of people out there. Yep. And and if you can invest them and if you can make them believe that okay, this guy doesn't like this person. I want to give my money to see this guy beat this guy up or this guy <laughs> win the title or something like that. Yep. That's that's really powerful to think that you can move with someone to make them take money out of their pocket and say, I want to see this. It's theater at its basis. Like it's, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, that one, like you said, my, my favorite memory of so GWN, is ha- it had to be me and Sean were in a cage tag team match against... Uh, the two top baby faces, my partner and I, we were in, we were called ourselves Team Tappa. We were the heels in this. We lost the match. The people did not let us out of the cage. They wanted to get into the cage to kick our asses. <laughs> it was it, we started like a ten minute mini riot with these people trying to get at us, and it was it was fantastic because. They yeah. felt so connected with, like so we lost, but they hated us so much. They wanted to yeah. kick our ass, but they didn't want to get into the cage that bad. Just on to me, we might actually get to meet Steve. Do tell. Now, oh, yes, do. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the Hamilton area, correct? No, I'm in I'm in uh, Toronto, but I well Hamilton's only like an hour away. So right. Yeah. So I imagine come October you'll be at the Hamilton Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to meet the powers of pain. Well, Flair's going to be Flair. there. <laughs> Flair's going to be there, the Nasty Boys. I don't think I can go after my whole talk about Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> 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 because he's going to be there. Yeah, I know. Rocky Johnson. Know. Chico Santana. Tito Santana? Uh, no, no, Chico. Chico. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesse the Body is one of my heroes, yeah. okay? Yeah. The Flying Burrito? Yes. Flying Burrito. Santana, <laughs> and Tatanka. He's still active, too. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. See, I remember going, we went to Niagara Falls Comic Con, and Nikolai Volkov was there. He's ancient. Oh, my God. He's like Yoda. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Things are wrinkled, and he's got the pictures of him from the 80s. And uh, the one guy I work with, someone went for him and got him a picture. And he showed me, oh, look what I got. Nikolai Volkov. I said, oh, yeah, I saw him there. He goes, really? Does he look good? No. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't aged a day. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I imagine if you're going to be there, oh, Sam yeah. Jones. Yeah. Yes, Sam Jones is going to be there. I'm, I know. I'm pumped Flash. for that. 
we actually were sp- speaking with Lisa Downs. She's uh, from England, but she's doing a documentary called Life After Flash. Holy shit. Yes. And uh, that just dawned on me. One of the actors, Roseanne Romaine. Yes. She was chatting my ear off for like a week. And then the power failure happened. We couldn't interview her. I haven't heard from her since. Maybe Texas is still without power. That's possible. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, the, and, and uh, was it uh, Marty McFly's mom is going to be new too? Yes, Leah Thompson. Oh, yeah, Leah Thompson. That's her. Yeah, Leah, Leah Thompson. Thompson. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the the non Confederate flag General Lee under Bo Duke? There? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Maybe it is. <laughs> oh, I can't get yes, into that. That's so ridiculous. No. <laughs> and Vincent Pastore from The Sopranos. Oh, big puss. Yes. There's a lot of people going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton, huh? When's you, that one? You know, who, you know who's still a looker is uh, Claudia uh, from the, the original Back to the Future. The original girl. Claudia. Or what, is it Claudia or... No, that's her real name. Uh, Jennifer, the original Jennifer. That's it. Oh, yes. Yeah, they, Claudia Wells, that's her name. They, oh, they did okay. change her out. For parts two and three, it was Elizabeth Shue. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But the original Jennifer, she's still, uh, she still got it. Hmm. Huh. Now i got to find out where she's going to be. Not him. Although, it's cool. Judith Hogue's going to be there as well. It's from the Turtles. The original April O'Neil. Oh, yeah, very cool. I had a crush on her. Yeah, she's me too. That cutest little been, dimple. Been, and yeah. You can ask her, how do you feel about Megan Fox stealing your thunder? Megan Fox? Isn't she? She's the new she was in the Oh, the new she was in the new one. The That's one that right. nobody saw. That's right. I saw. Oh, you did? Twice. Yeah, I saw it twice. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Oh, I liked it. It's a good movie. I did too. Thank you, Steve. I, I watched it. It, <laughs> it didn't have the magic of the original. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> he didn't like it. it. Doesn't matter. He watched it. <laughs> oh, okay. I see where it's I going here. See it. Uh, no, it's, huh. it's not a bad movie. It's uh, they did some interesting stuff with it. They tried they, to make it new. Not going to do it. Yeah. You're right. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie, but it's not a bad movie. For for uh, I would say like for what it is, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's uh, it could have been worse. A lot worse. Was is it a hell of a lot worse? Michael Bay rific. It's pretty good. Oh, it's very Michael Bay rific for sure. Oh, there's lots of explosions. Because that, that tell that's turtles right there, right? <laughs> well, yeah, turtles course, yeah. break things. <laughs> yeah, there's explosions. The foot. And everything. They're throwing grenades everywhere. I thought the turtles were cool. I liked how they <laughs> looked. That's what it would be like. Teenage you know? Mutant Commando. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the turtles looked. I really did. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like how they looked too. You know, it, it, the closest I came, I came to seeing any of the turtle stuff. I got a Raphael topper for my pop when I went to go see a different movie. That was in the theater. Really? Yeah. I got Donatello. Oh, I want Raph. You got no. You can't have Raph. <laughs> you don't even like the movie, <laughs> but I like Raph. Okay. Well, Raphael looks like a monster, and this looks like <laughs> oh. Vader, and just not not Vader from Star Wars, like Big Van Vader. Oh, oh yes, massive in this movie. He's like, whoa, Raph is on steroids. For sure. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is going to throw back to wrestling again. Whatever happened to Sid Vicious? Broke his leg like a motherfucker. That's it. That's the last I ever saw of him. Yep. And that was the last you ever anybody ever saw of him because it never healed right. 
Okay. Yeah. I remember walking, walking with a king. I remember making a big deal about doing a show in Montreal, and then he no showed it. Yep. Sid had a problem with no showing. Well, I still just remember watching that video. When no. he, the second rope. He comes off the second rope for a front kick <laughs> and breaks his leg. No, he didn't just break his leg. He obliterated. Yes. Well, that's it. And, and the funny part is that you got Steiner still kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on the Steiners to really screw things up for you. <laughs> God bless Scott Steiner. He's oh, fine. I know. <laughs> so good. God bless this guy. See, now, now that's a man who went through some big changes in his career. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Big Papa Pump. Yes. From WCW to that WWE monstrosity, that thing that he was, he was gargantuan. He started out back in WCW. Yeah, it was the tail end, yeah. When he started, when he started working with Bagwell, <laughs> he really got big. Buff. Yep. Like, he was pretty big with the Steiner Brothers, too, right? Like, yeah, he, like, he when, he, when he started out in Michigan, he was already a pretty big guy to begin with. Then he started to become chemically enhanced more so, and it yeah. just took off like a rocket from there. So, when his muscles had muscles on top of him. <laughs> yes. Well, like said, there, there is a famous quote from the boys. Steiner goes, okay, if you're going to take five milligrams of something, 15's better. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's the craziness of the Steiners. <sighs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Seriously, give it a, give it a shot. Honestly. Give it a good, it's honest watch. <laughs> no. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's really good. I, I see it on Netflix now, and I skip right by it. Dude. Oh, oh come on. Oh, I can't, I can't even do that. You know what? I might find a program. It'll be worth it just to watch your face. I have a programmer. Hack your Netflix so that no matter what movie you click, it'll go right to the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> because that's easy to do, is it? I didn't say it'd be easy. <laughs> Probably go bankrupt, but I'll be laughing. <laughs> well, I'm sure the RCMP would love to get a hold of this tape, too. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see that new... That new be, is it C fifty one? We might want. Need oh, to be dude! Terrible. I just talked about hacking. That's right. Crap! It's gonna. Yeah. They're already knocking on your door. Probably. Uh, oh, second class. Yep. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I forgot about that. Yep. That's bad times for everybody. I know they put uh, the Canadian government put in hard times on us. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> For thirty years, I've been hacking movies, <laughs> and then they kicked me in the butt, called me a second-class citizen. I paid my taxes back. Well done. That was a good callback. <laughs> But they might give a pass if it's with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they'll say, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. You have to watch this movie. At least this way somebody's watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a second one coming out. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So obviously it made some money. <laughs> See? <laughs> I didn't say it needed it. I'm just saying it's happening. <laughs> See here. I was just, uh, just give it a shot on, like, uh, on, on my recommendation. If that means anything. I can't deny okay. a guest. There we go. Thank you. Steve. Get yourself a fresh <laughs> bottle of Jack. Oh, okay. And now you'll get talking. through it. 
I You'll be able to that. get through. A bottle of Jack oh, no, will no, get no, you through no. it. This has to be watched sober to under to fully watch the turtles. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you, you get me to watch it. You ain't getting me to watch it sober. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Yes, do drink. Be inebriated. Then we're like, wow, Ninja Turtles is the best movie. <laughs> this is great. Have you have you been to our website yet? The movie, uh, not recently. TheMovieMatters.com. No. Check out Mike's profile. Okay. I wrote that specifically for him. It says Mike likes movies and Mike likes alcohol. Mike especially likes watching movies with alcohol. That's his entire bio. That's, That's perfect. It. Yeah, I know. See? Yeah. I said I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm easy to get along with. <laughs> Show me the bar. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So I haven't done the VIP movie experience yet, though. Oh, oh we have not. No. We can't. I haven't either. No, I've see. I've done it myself a couple times, and I love it. But the more I think about it, they're tricking me because they charge me more for a ticket to go there and spend more money. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's evil. That's marketing. <laughs> I've, I've done it three times, but that's evil. <laughs> I, but you know what is worth it though is uh, the D box. We've never done that either. Not yet. I saw recently Mad Max on D box. Oh my goodness! So it's an experience, man. It's, it's like the experience to watch Mad Max. To be honest, explain to me the D box experience. What? what so happens? it's sort of um, uh, okay. So have you ever guy? Have you guys been to Canada's Wonderland or any theme park where you you go to uh, you go to a ride and the uh, and the seat rumbles? Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. So it, exactly the same thing. Forty. The seat there it rumbles uh... and uh, like say for Mad Max. Uh, some of the shots uh, that when the camera pans uh, left to right, the seat actually like uh, moves left to right as well <laughs> on on the spot, oh. and, and it rumbles, it does this, it moves down, moves up, moves, uh, it twists uh, and everything. Like whenever a car crash happens, it shakes. It's it's really cool experience. Where is the closest theater? That's, I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> Remember there's that um, old John Goodman flick, yes. matinee. Matinee. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and now they do it at like Universal Studios. They had like a Shrek 4D experience. It's kind of like that. Yeah. I know in, uh, I have a friend who um, <clears throat> she teaches over in Korea, uh, South Korea. And she, and she told me that she went to see uh, How to Train Your Dragon 2. And they do have like 4D uh, theaters there. And there's I think uh, there's a portion where uh, Toothless... Uh, flies down over water, and water does splash onto you on the seat and stuff like that. Oh, oh wicked! That's yeah, cool. and and if you go through like, uh, let's say, some flowers or some grass, uh, there's a, a scent that comes up, and you do smell grass and stuff. This is just like Disneyland. Yep, it is. I went to some of the things down there. They had a Bugs Life one, and a dung beetle comes out on the screen, and that's all you can smell. Yep. Okay. <laughs> One of the other ones is some kind of wasp, but it spits this stuff and it sprays you with water. And at the very end, you got this little animatronic flick. He's going, please don't leave until the maggots and larvae have left. And you can feel little bumps under your butt because yeah. there's air tubes in the seat. <laughs> that stuff rocks. Yeah, it's cool, huh? Now, it's looking like London is the closest to us. That ain't bad. That's not bad at all. Let me just check for Windsor negative. So London is where we have to go. Well, okay. Westmount? No. Uh, uh, Richmond Street. Richmond Street. Okay. Wow. Movie Mad totally on the road. <laughs> road trip. Yep. <laughs> trip. 
<laughs> Let me see here. For Star Wars. Masonville Place. Ooh. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Jurassic World is on D-Bucks as well. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh. That would be something to see. Yeah. That was a wicked movie, too. I got to. Oh. It is. I, I, I really want to go see Jurassic World now. I'm hearing nothing but great things about it, so. Holy, it is. It's a good movie. Holy crap. They don't mess around with ticket prices, do no. they? Oh, yeah. It's like 20 bucks, I think. Yeah. 23. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> or 1,000 C points. Really? Well, do oh. the C points thing still work? It's got to be. Oh. It should. It should. Damn it. That's right. Let's get a petition signed. <laughs> <laughs> Probably already. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta check my scene points. <coughs> oh yeah, we're gonna road trip coming up yep, now. Yep. So, but it's honestly definitely worth it. It's uh, as a movie going experience. Like this is one of the main things, especially for Mad Max. It's like that's uh, as I mentioned before. Like the seat, it's a whole experience considering like what Mad Max is, the, like the film, and how like two hours it's like a whole chase and everything. That's what I heard. It's it's a giant car chase with a story involved. Perfect. Yeah, and I want to see it. I do too. I'm, I'm so behind on going to see movies at the theater. It's just well, like I said, I saw Jurassic World, but other than that, it's been a good four months since I've been to the theater. We've been busy. Yeah, we've been a little busy. But see, now they have the peel and pop program back at Cineplex. What strip for movies? <laughs> <laughs> peel and pop. Yeah, that guess that could be taken a whole bunch yeah. of different ways. No, uh, you buy your your. Uh, combo right and on the drink and on the popcorn there's these little tabs you come back you go to the website punch in the codes and you get kernels now as you get certain number of kernels you get scene points but it sounds like too much work it's actually yeah. kind of fun because let's say you get a ticket for 10 kernels they fall so you click on them and some of them turn golden which is for a draw at the very end of the season other ones give you free pop free popcorn free buy one get one free tickets still sounds like too much work I yeah. did it last year. I got a crap ton of scene points and tickets. Sure. Okay. Still sounds like too much. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. Then send when you can easily, you can easily like uh, say, I don't know, download the uh, Popcorn Time app and say, oh, what do we have here? Click. I do have that app too. You yes. <laughs> you can do that. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, voila. The thing I like about Popcorn Time, if you go to their TV series, they are up to date. Yes. Oh. Nice. Okay. Like Netflix is cool, but if you say Supernatural season ten just finished, it's on season nine. Popcorn Time has got all of season ten. Like they are that up to date. Very cool. I'll have to check that one out. Now, so you saw Mad Max? You said in this D box. Yes. Yep. What's playing in London? Oh, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go now. <laughs> I got to work in the morning, bro. What? <laughs> Sadly. Forget that noise. So let's take this back to Steve because, you know, Steve is our guest. Oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> when, uh, let's say you got a lazy weekend, what would be yes. one of the movies you would toss in? Oh, just for to watch? For yeah. Fun? Something that you, uh, is your go-to. A go-to movie? Uh, oh, um, I would say uh, it's not my favorite movie, but I know... I can get an enjoyable time out of it. And even if I'm doing stuff, I just want something to play in the background. It would be either uh, Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. I do like that. It's, yeah, it's... it's uh, I mean, they're good movies, 
But I wouldn't say they're the greatest movie ever. And mm. like, let's let's be honest. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but Ghostbusters, it, it is a fun time, and even though you watch it over and over again, it does leave you with a good does leave you with a good impression and leave you with a makes you feel good at the end. Until you get you know? to Ghostbusters too. Well, yeah. well <laughs> half, halfway halfway into Ghostbusters too, I would say. Yeah, the beginning is cool. Yes. Yeah, I like the beginning a lot. Yeah. It's that whole walking Statue of Liberty thing that kind of well See, they 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 had the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. They've already set the precedent for giant walking things. Yeah. So they had yeah. to. What are we going to do next? We can't do the Marshmallow Guy again. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. So, but, but see, Back to the Future. I just actually had. I introduced my son to it. He's, <laughs> he's nine, and we watched the trilogy, and he oh, wow. thought he thought it was awesome, yeah. especially the future stuff. Right? It's like, when are we getting that? Well, dude, you know, four days away. <laughs> <laughs> but those those are the kind of movies, like you said, that you feel good at the end. You know, you just enjoy the watch, you know. And the actors seem natural in the roles. Yeah. Like, and, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, well, I was about to say, going back to, uh, you could be doing something else and you can leave it on. And you've seen it so many times where you can come back to a scene and, oh, hey, it's cool. But if you need to do something, eh, there's no worries. Uh, it's okay. I find I do that, but I plan when I'm going to be by the TV next. It's like, okay, I got yeah. 10 more minutes before they jump to the future. I'll go do this. I'm going to come back and I'll watch that part. But I read an article. Uh, Michael J. Fox originally, like, that's who they wrote it for. But they couldn't get him because of family ties. Yeah. So, so they had Eric Stoltz as Marty. That would have been a different story altogether. Well, they started filming it and realized this sucks. <laughs> and they shut it down and then reworked with Michael J. Fox until they got him in there. Yeah, Michael J. Fox did both. He literally would spend the day on set of Family Ties, be picked up from the set of Family Ties, go to the set of Back to the Future, work through the night, get about three hours sleep. And then back to family ties. He said, it, with after the first week, he just, they just had like some union guy or something coming in, picking him up off his bed, and throwing him in the car, and dragging him back and forth. And he did that for I think it was a month. Oof. Good for him. That's crazy. Yeah. But I guess when you've got that popularity, you can't really just rest on it. Like wrestlers seem to think they can. Well, don't look at me. I'm making them do it. I knew when to walk away. I wasn't saying anything. You got a guilty conscience over there? You were implying. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, Steve, back to you. <laughs> oh, uh, another go-to movie of mine is uh, GoldenEye. I can... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, if I want like, a really good uh, action movie, uh, yeah, pop in, a, pop in GoldenEye. Wait a minute. That's the one where Sean Bean dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens in every movie. That's awesome. Just about... But, See, in GoldenEye, that, to me, that's one of the best fight scenes at the end with the big dish with, mm -hmm. with Brosnan and Bean. Yep. Man, it looks so real. You know, the, the fight scenes are, are usually pretty good, but you can tell sometimes where they're staged. But this one just had a flow to it. Yeah. They might have had time to actually work on the uh, choreography of that fight. That that's, would help. That would probably be it. Yeah. I just had, uh, I've had, actually twice in the last week, got into a discussion with people about 
Roddy Piper because of that pro wrestler zombies movie. Yeah. Um, and the fight scene in They Live yeah. between him and Keith David. Yeah. That is one of the best standalone two guys oh, duking yes. it out. One of the best fight scenes in movies. See, I missed that movie. I want to watch yeah. it again. They live. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch it tonight as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take it to work. I'll watch it at work. It's a real hard schedule, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know. <sighs> no, but, but no, the thing is, like, with these movies, like GoldenEye, uh, Ghostbusters, and Back to the Future, like, uh, it's a go-to where I can watch and go do something else. But sometimes where I do have movies where I can't do anything else, I, I have to sit down and watch it from end to end i can't get up and leave well i can get up and leave take a piss and stuff but you always i have to back. sit there yeah <laughs> i have to sit there and watch this thing one of mine is a few good men every yeah, once yeah. in a while i'll put it in and i figure okay i'm gonna you know work on this do this 20 minutes into it i'm now sitting in front of the tv and that's where i'm stuck yep. oh yeah i can't help it yeah. i'm not a huge tom cruise fan but jack nicholson that no that whole movie yeah, the entire movie is just yeah, yeah, like Demi Moore, uh, like Jack, of course, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> oh, yes. He is just brutal in that movie. I've got, I've got a few movies that make that list. They, if they're on, I'm watching them. A Few Good Men, G.I. Jane. Yes. Is, for some reason, yeah. holds me. And Catch Me If You Can. Really? That's yes. an excellent movie. Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio. I, that one, It's I've watched it I don't know how many times because I catch it on TV and I'm, I have to watch it now. Huh. Yeah. See, I did remember That's, watching it. I might have to watch it again. I don't remember it captivating me like that. It did for me. I don't. I can't explain it. I've watched it so many times now. It should be over, but no. If it's on, I'm watching it. <clears throat> now with Leo, I just finally watched The Beach. <laughs> okay, a little, <laughs> little late on that one. I know, but Maybe next uh, time. That was a bizarre movie for him. I think. Yeah, I never well, saw it. It's a stretch. Never have you seen it, it Steve? Yeah, yeah, I saw it's yeah, it's uh I, I like the setup and everything. But there comes a point like halfway in or maybe close to the end where it's like uh yeah. Uh, it it kind of loses it kind of loses that spark of that it had. I think it's right around the time where he's running through the forest and it looks like a video game. Yeah. Oh, directed by Yui Bull. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually I I think the producers were Working for Rareware at the time. Ah. And so the outline of that game is actually used in Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. If you, <laughs> I read it on uh, the trivia part. All of that stuff is from Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo <laughs> Amazing. You mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned Yui Bowl. Did you hear what happened with him? I watched the video. Oh, that's the uh, crowdfunding thing? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. His meltdown. <laughs> Fantastic. That'll get you supporters. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Now, I'm surprised uh, there was a Rampage 3. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so now you said you're going back to Wasted. I, I'm sorry. I just want to jump back to this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're going back to the plan of doing the festivals and stuff. Do you have other productions in the work? Yeah, we there's uh, also helped out with another horror short. This is a more serious one. It's called Siren. It deals with a uh, a very uh, I would say a killer mermaid. So it's mm. that's an interesting thing. I also have mm. uh, <clears throat> also have the the time travel series Out of Time. All the episodes are going to come out in September. 
And we're gonna have a launch around TIFF, uh, out, outside of TIFF. That's the plan. And also have another film uh, with some of the buddies who worked on Lurking on the Life, which I helped co-produce and co-write called Past Tense. It's an, it also deals with time travel, but it's more of a uh, Bill and Ted type of comedy, more of an action comedy, and it's more of a lighthearted thing. It, it's kind of like a, a film like Ghostbusters in the sense that you can, no matter what you're feeling or whatever day it is, if you want to watch something, you can watch Past Tense and feel good, good about it. That so sounds- that's still in uh, post-production at the moment, and hopefully you get the get a website up uh, no going to get a website up and get some uh, videos out and I'll send you a trailer soon and oh absolutely beautiful <clears throat> we'll put that up on the on the website the website Maybe. there we go <laughs> are you getting tired english is my second language today <laughs> speak fluent gibberish <laughs> yeah definitely past tense sounds very interesting yeah. yeah yeah we we made it to where even even the time it takes place it takes place in 1991 and the good thing is that where we shot it in Oshawa, luckily, well, the good thing is that some parts of Oshawa or even some parts in Durham area still look like it's from the 90s. So <laughs> set dressing is always great. Yes. <laughs> and also it's um, it's sort of like a, a Simpsons world in the sense that we have all these different characters and zany characters interacting. And there's a whole Bill and Ted element of being very lighthearted and dealing with time travel and Keeping it simple in the sense that it's uh, it's not as big, it's not as grand as say a, say a Back to the Future, but it's it's big in its own right. Very cool. That does sound like fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're running up. Are we pushing time. the time again? We are pushing ah, time oh, again. okay. Ah, oh, darn it. So okay, plug all your stuff. All yes. Your, okay. All your websites. Your how we can get a hold of you and how we can watch Wasted and everything else that you're doing. Sure. Uh, to f- get in touch with Wasted, uh, go to the Twitter handle at Wasted the Show. You can find us on Facebook. It's slash uh, Wasted Show. Even on Cinecoop, where you can find all of our videos, even the trailer, even videos explaining what the concept is and everything else that. You go to slash Wasted. Shoot us an email. Anybody listening who's got money, send it to our way and also to the movie Madhouse. And also for their film coming up, send it. Send us all the money because we're making all cool stuff at the Wasted TV Show One at gmail.com. I'm so using that soundbite. Absolutely, <laughs> it's money well spent. Absolutely, I cannot disagree with that. I cannot either. What do you, Jason? Can yes. <laughs> Thanks for showing solidarity. That's right. Well, <laughs> on an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, th- thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, now, thank you for having me, man. This is cool, man. It's like talking oh, talking to my buddies, man. Oh, man, awesome. yeah. Anytime you want to come back, you let us know. We'll make oh, sure we get you back on. And uh, if you get any projects come up, let us know. We'll get them up on the website. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely send you uh, the trailers and uh, even the pilot for Out of Time. And let you guys check it out. See what, yeah, Excellent. let me know what you think. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Cool. Yeah. All righty, Steve. Well, thanks again. And uh, we will be talking to you in the future. In awesome. Hamilton. In Hamilton. For Flair. Learn to love it. That's always the movie Madhouse. Woo! We got to get him to cut some spots. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, you have a great day. We will talk to you later. 
Same here. Okay, bye. man. Bye bye. See you later. He's a hoot. Oh, oh that man, was, that was that fun. Was a lot of fun. I can't wait to see past tense. Yeah, that was such an interesting idea. I know. I'm just. I'm already thinking about the concept. You go back in time. You go back to '91. Well, yeah, '91. Well, if you think about it, how long ago was that? Oh, shit, that was 24 years ago. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, Damn, I'm dude. old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn. Yes, you are, Jason. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but I think you're older than me. Stop it. Ah. So. So. Buttons. So. <laughs> buttons. Yes. Oh, so yeah. glad he's back. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was. Glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Well said. <laughs> the thumbs up. The thumbs up. I so. love that bit. Damn it! In, in, in the short, what is the movie matters? <laughs> I gotta let you know. I will hopefully be finishing that next week. Cool. So we can get it up on the website. Cool. Very neat. Yes. Yeah. Now, do we have anything to push? You got your table read coming up. Mm-hmm. You got <sighs> Stones is in rapid pre-production right now. Yes. Then we have our first table read coming up, and then hopefully in August we start filming that. Yeah. Luckily, we got Dave involved now. That's wicked. Yeah. Mr. David K. Montoya. Yeah, that's cool. That's yes. Cool. Um, what else? I have, a, I have a bit of a bone to pick about that. Uh-oh. I, I saw what I saw he has a part. As a part that I thought I was supposed to be playing. You still he are. recast me. No. Oh, there's two? Oh, did I have you originally as the paramedic? Yes. Oh, I think I made Dave the paramedic because he's also in the medical field. Oh, okay. But, yeah, no, no, See, don't worry. Okay. Oh, okay. You, you might be a good actor, but you don't have the realism that David K. Montoya is bringing to the world. I, okay, I concede that then. I just yes. I hadn't been told that. I just, the last time you, you ever spoke. You don't need to be told nothing. You just do what you're told. <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> He's practicing for his directing. Because <laughs> we have that coming up, too. Yeah, yep. I've got a... I love that title. You like that? The Harsh Realities of Waking Up Dead. That is wicked. Nice. I hadn't <laughs> heard that yet. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, hey, it's been up on the website. JX3media.com. Talks about all the upcoming projects, even that one that you might be writing yeah. eventually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someday. Yep. Someday. Someday. <laughs> but yeah, so we got stones coming up. We got we just finished the trailer for the return. Oh, that trailer is fantastic, man. I can't wait to get it up. I'm gonna. I get uh, chills every time I watch it. We'll be working on it tonight, but I'll be working on it this weekend. Yep. And uh, harsh realities of waking up dead. Yes. Um, dude, uh, I love that title. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> And it started putting together genius, yo. <laughs> yes. You ever had doubt? No. Nope. Good nope. answer. <laughs> and also started putting together ideas for that uh, 80s slasher flick that we yeah. wanted to do. I got. Uh, I don't know the guy's name. I work with. He is like Bruno. seven feet tall. Seven feet. Seven. I was going to say freaking feet, but I came out as feet. <laughs> it's all about saving time. Yeah, that's what it is. And Speaking of saving time. Oh, geez, really? Yeah. All right. Well, we <laughs> do Facebook.com slash the movie Madhouse. And we have an appearance coming up. At, yes. <laughs> at Forest City Comic Con in October. Wow. Yes. 
They were oh. nice enough to come to. Uh, we're on the road. Uh, well, we have. We were on the road by the time this comes out. Yes. Oh, yes. We will be. We will have been going. <laughs> we went to see. We this is like time we travel. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> we, we went and experienced uh, the latest John Miori epic. Friday night like death slot. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Well, Me I, too. I looked forward to it. It was awesome. <laughs> I was not disappointed. It was, I, it was I had a blast yep. and yes. can't wait to go again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I can just plug the stuff. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> all righty. So, yeah, our appearance for City Comic Con. Uh, go online and get tickets. You say appearance like we're booked to be there. We we're are. going there. No, no. We are there. I got to check with Gord. I think we actually have a table. Get no. Get no. What does that mean? What's <laughs> A table. Why are they giving us a table? Because we're freaking awesome. No, we're not. <laughs> Dude, if you... I want to agree with Rob. Yes, we are. <laughs> Jason agrees. Two to one. We win. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a democracy. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> no, no. It's now a handicap match. <laughs> yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yep. I'm not the one with the handicap. <laughs> you might want to decide between the two of you which one's the biggest handicap. <laughs> I don't think we have to debate that. Yeah. <laughs> We're better off flipping a coin. <laughs> I may have retired. Oh, so I you say forget. I have a chance. What's that? So you're saying I have a chance. Dude, I'm worried about me having a chance. <laughs> Once again, you have a role to play on this, bud. Oh, yeah. All right. Dead weight. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a video I'm tape just, in front of him. I'm just being a realist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plug our stuff. Let's get the hell out of here. www.themoviemadhouse.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash themoviemadhouse. You did that. You've been out of practice. That, you, that, you said that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, because people forget. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Jeez. iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. Stitcher. Uh, Holy oh, Jason Mon Jason Mon podcast. I'm trying to remember what what we said. <laughs> You're so out of practice. Yeah, that, that, yeah. at yeah. Movie Madhouse on Twitter. Uh, you can find us with the Jason Mon Podcast Network. Ah, I said that twice. Well, I didn't finish it. You cut me off. <laughs> I didn't cut you off. You weren't doing it right the first time. <laughs> it was a cut. Take two. <laughs> what? Oh, now he goes quiet. An hour and a half. Now he goes quiet. I don't know what you want from me. I want good. Turn down the suck. Turn up the good. What's left? I don't even know what's left. I think we covered everything. Fine. For another week of the movie, Madhouse, this has been Mike. Jason and Rob. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Jason decides to show up. It's a madhouse! A madhouse!